This episode brought to you by Pipeline Systems Incorporated, a division of the Gilday Group. Family-owned construction company since 1982. Regional leader for municipal construction and midstream projects. Proudly serving Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, and West Virginia. Visit them at www.thegildaygroup.com for more information. Everybody ready? Sure. Sure. I was born ready. Hello world, you're listening to the Craven Happiness Podcast and my name is DJ Craven and this is episode number 9. Thank you for joining us. We've got a little bit of a different episode today, um, something a little bit more unique, um, and that's not the beer that you see on the table. It would be the amount of people uh, around the room here. So a little different setup for me um, on this podcast episode, so we'll see how it goes. So uh, as I always say, just bear with me. Um, the little bit of intro, I want to introduce everybody, um, have everybody introduce themselves um, as we go around the room here, um, but I wanted to give a little bit of context um, for why we're all sitting here. Um, the group of uh, eight people here that's sitting around the room, um, seven others, we traveled five months ago um, over to Tanzania and all uh, went on a trek to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, we did this to raise some money for our local cancer center here. Um, in doing so, we raised over $250,000. Um, there are two individuals that could not make it here tonight um, on this episode, but um, they were there with us um, as well. So. I decided that maybe an episode would be to bring us all together, share some stories, have some few laughs, have a few drinks, um, and just kind of share our experience. And um, this is all about happiness, so we can relate that to it if we need to. And if not, um, no big deal. We are all generally a, a happy group. So um, what we're going to do is I'll start, um, and then we'll all go around to my right. Um, if we can, after that, I'll kind of give you the baseline. Basically, um, you know, kind of what your name is, if you're willing to share your age, and then a little bit about yourself, um, and I'll start. My name is DJ Craven. I'm 35 years old. I uh, am from Meadville, and I am currently working um, for a construction company. It's my in-laws company, um, third generation owned, and i um, excited to be here. I guess that means me. Um... My name is Jenny. I'm 33 years old. I am. I got pulled into this from my from my husband, um, but I do enjoy all things outdoors and being active. A mom of three, so on the go a lot. Nurse practitioner, um, and just really enjoy it. Glad to come here. Uh, Don Roten. I'm 38. I work at the hospital, Meadow Medical Center, and I guess I was the one who coordinated the trip. <laughs> Bobby Joe DiCrapio, age 49, <laughs> born and raised in Meadville, and I work at the Trousseau Audiology, and it was a great trip that Dawn organized. Gail Brawley, I am 47, received a call from Bobby Joe asking, you want to go to Chile in October? And I said, sure. <laughs> 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 so that's how that came to be. And um, I own a small settlement company. My daughter's away in college, and it was a great experience. Well, I'm Denise Johnson. Um, age, I respectfully decline to call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an administrator at the hospital, um, OBGYN physician by training, but all administration now. And um, Donna 
cornered me in the boardroom and twisted my arm and said, you're going on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> uh, I'm Anthony Johnson. I'm uh, 56 years old. I'm a real estate investor. And my wife challenged me to this climb, saying that I could get out of uh, going to the gym for a month if I go with her. So <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm glad I took on the challenge. Thank you, Anthony. <coughs> uh, Jay Vernow, I'm the uh, president of Hagen Business Machines of Meadville. So I own a small business here in town. I'm 58. I think I'm the oldest one on this uh, uh, table, at least. <laughs> and uh, I really saw the opportunity to get involved. Uh, I sit on the foundation board uh, uh, and uh, saw an opportunity to really combine sort of a bucket list item for me, which is climbing a mountain with the idea of doing good for the community and raising some money. So for me, it was a natural fit. I just wanted to make sure that my doctor and my, my wife okayed it. Everybody said okay. It was an experience of a lifetime and uh, certainly would recommend it for anyone who wants to do something like this as long as you prepare ahead of time. Well, thanks everybody for coming and joining me. Um, I appreciate your time for this. Um, and obviously we all know how great of an experience it was. So I'm sure that was an easy draw and it was a little easy sell for me. So, but thank you for, thank you for joining us. Um, I think the best way to kind of explain just a little bit, um, Dawn, if you could kind of get just a little bit of background because it was for fundraiser and, and you obviously spearheaded this thing um, from your end of things. If you could just give a little bit of background of kind of why Kilimanjaro? How did you hear about it? Just a quick little introduction to give some context. <clears throat> yeah, so at the hospital, I'm president of the foundation, um, one of my roles. So in the, at the foundation, we raise money for different causes, all health-related in, in the community. And um, I was actually at a conference, and I met Donovan. Donovan is the owner of uh, Embark. Embark is the company that kind of puts these adventures together. And we're just talking, and I really wasn't talking to him with intention of actually trying to um, go on a trip. He was just, he's a good guy. We were talking, chatting up. Next thing you know, I walk away from that conversation and kind of start to think, huh, I don't know, maybe we could do something like that. Well, I knew we were raising money, starting to raise money for our cancer center to build, uh, to replace a linear accelerator. Uh, which is you know uh, radiation treatment for cancer patients and as you know that's crossing my mind as i'm at this conference and the conversation i just had with donovan and i thought well how can we maybe there's a way we can <clears throat> mesh the two go on a cool trip uh, and raise some money in the process and you know i'm like i'm a guy who likes to do things that are uncomfortable that makes you know makes me step out of my, out of my comfort zone and I thought there's got to be somebody else who's foolish enough to join me. <laughs> and, wow. and you found Ironically, us. Ironically, yeah, we're here. We're there were nine you. of you. Yeah. So. If, if, if I may interject, it's not uncommon for my lovely husband here to um, get excited about something and be like, yeah, I can do that. And then we'll just figure out the rest later. And that's kind of, I feel like, how this started. It was one of those, it's a challenge. Let's do it. And he's like, we're going to go to Africa in a year. And I'm like, well, if you're going to Africa, I'm going to Africa. But it was, uh, I was definitely nervous. <laughs> so that's how it started. That's yeah. how it started, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through a conversation and then, you know, re relating interest and. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. Yeah, well, we thank you for that because, again, it was, um, was an experience nonetheless. 
Um, w one of the first things that um, kind of going through this thing it, it, that I wanted to talk about was kind of just kind of going in order, right? So what was kind of some of the first things that, you know, really from a preparation standpoint, we'll just go back to the reasons of why you said yes. Um, a preparation standpoint, and I kind of think of it of two part, at least I did, physically and mentally. Um, obviously, there's some logistical standpoints. There's a monetary value to it, all of that thing. But kind of focusing on what did you do to prepare physically um, and then maybe in, in mentally or, or one or the other? Um, and I'll, I'll start. Go ahead. So can I first yeah, let me get the, the dynamics of how we all were allowed to go? Oh, sure. Right. So like we, we raised the goal was to raise money for the cancer center and each person had to raise at least ten thousand dollars. So that was the minimum criteria to even qualify to go on the trip. It, this was not this was not a <clears throat> let's be friends and go on a trip. True. It became that, but initially it was a fundraiser. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was the entire motive behind this was to raise money and build awareness for the cancer center in the community. And each person had a stipulation that you had to cover your certain cost. I mean, we paid for the uh, your time there, but your flight, your gear, all that type of stuff, your, your uh, vaccinations, each person paid for that. And you had to raise $10,000 towards the overall goal. So that was a requirement of everybody who went, and that was um, non-negotiable, important, because that's what the goal is of this trip at the fundamental level. So preparation one, sorry. <laughs> no, no problem, it's a good it's a good asterisk, and that's why you're here, and again, anytime anyone wants to interject, like Jenny telling you why you decided to go, yeah. <laughs> please feel free to do it, because that's what this is all about. Like this morning, she told me why I like that breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it great. Yeah, right. So Don bought you a lot of time to answer that question, Jay. So go ahead. Preparation. Um, <clears throat> for me, part of the mental preparation was really just making sure that I was physically able to do something this challenging. So I literally said, okay, I got to go get the full workup from my doctor. And it had been a couple years since I had really gone and, and, and got a good physical and gotten all the proper uh, checks. So <clears throat> that was the first hurdle to get over was make sure that I was in shape not I wasn't ready to climb a mountain at that point but I was ready to at least get serious about it so then you know because they always they always say to consult your physician before you undertake <laughs> right. a, 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 rig, a rigorous exercise right so then I, I fast forward and I started working out and started actually for me it was all about the treadmill uh, because of my schedule and other things I, I find it hard to get out and go during the day so I started a routine every morning that was one of the first things I did after I had a couple cup, cups of coffee get on the treadmill <laughs> catch up with uh, we'll get back to the coffee yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, so he does, he like his coffee. yeah he likes <laughs> first thing before he does first, anything very first thing I don't even think he likes to open his eyes before he gets uh, his cup of coffee you got that right you got that right I'm a different Jay <laughs> when, when I haven't had my coffee right yeah, that's right so uh, at the end of the day it was about getting in shape and was in and really getting in aerobic shape where I could I, I knew that I could walk and and not run but walk and, and I I used the the elevation so you go through that routine and then the, the big thing for me was making sure I was prepared all the gear and all the things that I hadn't done you know I hadn't tent camped for many many years so I literally 
uh, read every document we had about things that they were recommending probably three, four times, said, okay, I can get these. Uh, either, either I borrowed them, some people loaned me some gear. I was very fortunate that, to have some friends that loaned me stuff that I could actually fit into, uh, and that worked really well. And then I had some people like, like Dan, Dan Arnett, who had done the climb already and actually did it twice, and he came back with some very, very good suggestions for me uh, in terms of, of things that I could do, uh, call them coping mechanisms, things to, to do. One of them was really just to carry your water bottle like in the front of your pack where it was easily accessible, and for me that was a really big deal because I didn't want to go behind me and, and try right. to fish it out, and I needed to, I needed to uh, hydrate often. Uh, uh, a, that was a recommendation, and B, it really worked well for me. So there's the physical part, the mental part, um, and then there was kind of that preparation of knowing all the things that I needed. And finally, I could give credit for, to Bernadette because she helped me pack all this gear. <laughs> so I was able to literally fit it and get it there. And, and you guys know, I mean, I, I had pretty much everything was, was prepared. There were things that didn't make the cut, like in the in the hotel before we actually went up, but I had one of everything. Mm -hmm. And I guess I want to interject on that of how many people here, because I know at the hotel, a lot of things for me didn't make the cut. Did, right. did anybody else have that? Because again, just a, a yeah. little bit of context, a little bit of context for the for the audience. Yeah, you packed limited. We we had a we had a weight limit. Sure. Yeah. We, we had a weight limit that we had to meet, so we meaning we could only carry so much because you know a lot of it wasn't going to be carried by us. So a little, little bit of context there. So yeah, did, did anybody, everybody else? Because I, I cut a lot of things I, in the hotel. I did too. I, I think yeah. I had a whole suitcase. We left. had a, you did. I have had a lot of food. Left. I had a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We did food. leave some food. Yeah, no, we we did pretty well, I think, because you you were very minimalist, um, and yeah, I don't know we. I tried really, really hard <laughs> to keep it at a, at a minimum. I think a little bit of that came from packing with the three kids mm -hmm. and getting used to when we were first married and we'd travel, I'd have so much stuff. And now I'm like, oh, no, uh-uh. We're bringing, like, this, this, and this, and that's it. We're done. So, I mean, that helped me a little bit. I put my snacks in Jay's bag. And he yeah. didn't <laughs> <laughs> when, when we talked about cutting, I was going to ask Jay if he cut any food. Or no. he brought it all, but everything he had. He ate it on the shovel to the bottom of the I, base I, of the mountain. I brought the food, and I, <laughs> did. If, if it was clothing, I, I made sure I had my layers. I made sure I had everything I thought I needed, but there were other things that were that were um, options. Like, I could wear this or I could wear this. And, and because the weather was the way it was, I felt pretty confident that I wasn't going to get too frozen. Yeah. Or cut a couple jackets and make sure you have more candy bars in there. I mean, it was <laughs> that was definitely the go-to just for everybody. We're a lot of inside jokes here. I feel like i got to explain every single one. Uh, maybe I'll do it with caption form, but um, Jay was the snack man. We are all mm -hmm. aware of that. I, he had food at almost any given time. Mm -hmm. um, and very and much appreciated. It was, yes. Yeah. There's no way he would have ate all that. Around day four, I think Jay realized, like, I've got to unload this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, day Anybody one, day two, chips? hey, you want to on a, a bar day four, take it. Just yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Who wants a whole pack of beef jerky? I was the logistics part, though, as well, Jay. I think for me, I, I knew that I was active, so I wasn't worried about the physical part of it. But mentally, I couldn't be calm about getting there until I knew that I had this, 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 and this, and I had the vaccines taken care of, and I had a, 
list for things with the kids back home. It was very much like I had to check off all those things mm -hmm. in my brain to be mentally ready. So, Dawn, how many things did you check off before you were mentally Nothing. ready for this thing? <laughs> I had my plane ticket. <laughs> I had a bag. And I had stuff. Yeah. So, three. You're three. Yeah, you were good. You were yeah. good. Yeah, so I, for me it wasn't um, the mental preparation. I think, uh, you know, I was fine with that. But um, the physical part, because um, I came off of having some knee issues and trying to rehab from that and really trying to make sure that I thought that I could physically make it. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, doing the workouts. But um, the fun part of it was getting together with some of the group mm -hmm. and doing those hikes. Mm -hmm. So um, that oh, really yeah, yeah. kind of got me in the in the mood to go and kind of mm -hmm. feeling like we're ready yeah. to go and um Felt you know like some confidence yeah, yeah that yeah. Um, yeah. that we that could, you do, could it. do the distance and yeah. then when we were out there um on the trail I mean it felt like another one of the hikes we yes. were together yeah, and, yeah. Um, it did I really enjoyed those preparation hikes yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah I was gonna ask about that because I didn't make any of the the joint hikes I did a lot of solo hikes um <laughs> at a completely different pace than we did um, on the mountain. But I was going to ask, yeah, did it, could it kind of feel like that at all, like when we were out there? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. It felt just, just like a normal day. Yeah. 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 Except the, the last day. day. No. Yeah. The last day did not feel like a normal no. day. Yeah. yeah. No. I, the last I 24 hours were right. a little different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, the days leading up to that, first five days, it just felt like another day in Oil Creek. Yeah. 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 No, well, not awesome. the first day for me. Yeah. No, not the first yeah. day. For the, the first day altitude sickness. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. yeah. little bit of altitude sickness for Gail on the a first day. Bit. Yeah. For, was it was going home. first it was first day and a half even too, wasn't yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was bad. I and honestly then, thought I was going home. Yeah. yeah. And were you it, the only one who got really oh no, John. John. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. John had it too, and then again both of you after you were able to take the medicine were able to really yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. overcome. Yeah, that's great. Um, next thing I, a little question I have is, um, you know, kind of similar to what Dan kind of somewhat ch challenged us with, um, before we went of why did you do it? There's obviously the nostalgic of doing something good for your community and raising the money. Um, and I got to imagine you've, whether you answered that now or you answered it on the mountain or somebody's asked you that or not, but you know, why did why did you do it? Who I don't care who goes first, but what why what was the what was kind of the main reason? And I almost kind of wonder, did it change even while you were on the mountain? Maybe a little bit. Did it change after you got back at all? Um, anything like that? Anybody who's Bobby Joe, you got you got something for us? I, I don't. I think I I did it because Don posted it on Facebook, and I thought <laughs> I don't even know where that is, but it sounds like fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> then when I found out what it was for, obviously that that struck a chord, and I wanted I wanted to do it because I wanted to give back to the community, and and I would get a, a reward if you want to call it that, out of the whole process. Um, when we were there, it was a personal challenge. I I was determined to finish. I mean that was that was the goal was to to get it done. So that's how it ended up. Yeah. Who else? I, I did it for the experience. I get so wrapped up in my work, I forget to leave right. and leave stuff behind. And I don't think ever in my entire life have I left everything behind and for eight days focused on the here and now, right. which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Because we were, and truly, un we were pretty unplugged. Absolutely. I wish John was here to answer that question. Yeah. I think John would have the greatest why of all of us. And yeah. John... John had gone through some personal matters that were challenging at the time, and I asked him, I'm like, look, John, I'm going to Kilimanjaro, we're raising money, 
John asked me if Kilimanjaro was near Titusville. It's just an expensive uh -huh. trip to Titusville. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he went through, some, you know, he's having some he's rough times, some personal rough times. And, uh, you know, when we were there, he was just, he, I think he absorbed more from this experience than any of us, I think. And then when he came back, I mean, he's just, a, he's, he's in a different place now mm -hmm. because of that trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish he was able to answer that, but I, yeah. I don't want to, you know, talk for him, but I think that he had a, an incredible why. You can see perspective yeah. change yeah. Yeah. in him, yeah. 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 for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Anybody else on the side of the table? Yeah, for myself, I actually went because of Denise. I was a little worried at first uh, <laughs> because a year before the uh, trip, uh, she was in a wheelchair and with knee issues. And uh, and I remember trips that we had gone on in South America, and I loved to scuba dive. And, of course, because of, uh, if I can say this, uh, you have uh, a <laughs> cell trait, so she can't dive. But it didn't occur to me if you go to a higher elevation, she shouldn't be able to. She wouldn't be able to function also. Mm -hmm. But it didn't dawn on me until actually the, the fourth day we were there. I'm like, wait a minute, why, why are we here? You shouldn't be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I'm saying this, but she said, no. You know, you know we had talked about it. We've gone over and over and over again, and I didn't try to talk her out of it, but I was very worried at first. But you know, we trained and we went to the gym. You know, five days a week, we trained and. I, I uh, attended with her, worked out. I didn't want to go early in the morning. You know, <laughs> we're there four thirty, quarter to five in the morning. Like, why the hell am I here this early? I'm not, I don't need to work out this much, but I went for her. You know. But I'm glad I did because I got to meet everybody. And, uh, the camaraderie just kicked in after that because I'm a former military guy. So mm -hmm. you know, you get a group of guys. You know, you, you want to enjoy yourself and make the make the trip worthwhile. And mm -hmm. we did. Yeah. And I, I'm really glad we did go. One year before that, almost exactly one year before that, we were in a meeting and Denise couldn't stand up because her knee was so bad. Yeah. That's amazing. And then we're on top of Kilimanjaro. Well, I think uh, Anthony really said that he only came to make sure that I didn't die. That's a good husband. It was a personal challenge because, yes, I certainly have health issues that um, maybe I shouldn't go. Um, and so I really tried to push past that. And right you know, make it uh, anyway, and so that, I don't know, the um, research on whether or not you should do mountain climbing with uh, sickle cell is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I picked which ones I wanted to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you but rocked uh, Bronco Walk. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that part. But um, yeah, getting towards the, the summit, um, that was, um, you know, I just don't really remember it. I mean, just trying to get there, and then, you know, getting to my yeah. my final point that right. I said that I want to make sure I don't die, I better, <laughs> I better stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Um, the next, uh, next question is, what were you the most nervous slash dreading before you got there? So again, if you kind of take yourself back to before actually getting there, because that might have been a different story of like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom there. Um, like that like might be a different story, but beforehand or even I guess even if you're on the, on the mountain but what were you kind of the most nervous about or the most dreading anybody got any any good good tidbits there seriously it was getting all the gear into that one little bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> and my bag was big 
Who the Le- leaving the kids was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the trip. Yeah. It, was it sounds I, terrible. I, was I love my kids, but it, I wasn't. I wasn't worried about that. I, all, I was happy. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> I was having he a hard was, time getting on yeah. the plane. I was really? almost. Yeah. He was. I, he was stressing me out. Like I was almost angry because I was excited by the time we got in the, we got in the truck and we're joy. driving to the <laughs> airport and I'm I'm ready and I'm taking selfies and I'm like come on and he couldn't even talk like he was. You, I forgot you all were of anxious. Money you had in the truck. Oh yeah, you were a mess. Ride back and get it. And she's like, "What?" Makes me sound like a terrible mother. But I, I was ready for the adventure at that point. I was ready to go, and you were fine once we got on our way. First it was just on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, you were good. <laughs> I, I don't know what my. I was dreading the cold and having to sleep in a in a tent, mm-hmm. especially after uh, after you got up to a certain altitude. Yeah. Worry me because I hate you know I hate the cold. Like being in North Atlantic in the wintertime on a ship and oh man you go out just to you know just feeling the the coldness and the chill. So mm-hmm. yeah. I was afraid of the Bronco Wall. You know people talked about I didn't research that wall enough. That you I, didn't I didn't know anything about it. I didn't pay attention to the hours vertical right. wall. I was yeah. petrified of the wall. We were talking about old days. So and so is the wall and I. I just was really afraid of that. I was concerned about having the right gear too, which is probably why I had so much because mm-hmm. I was a, yeah. maybe I'll be cold. I right. need to have extra layers. You know, I just right. yeah. I have yeah. fifteen pair of undergarments. Yeah. <laughs> underwear. Shirts. Yeah, they didn't yeah. make the cut. They didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah. I was worried about them not showering for that long yeah. because I get cranky when I feel dirty and <laughs> I don't know how I had never ever gone anywhere close to that I, had a couple I thought I was going to get kicked out of my tent I was going <laughs> with John so that was, what, was, what was your chef? I, I, I think for me um, it was a combination of the cold and the altitude I thought for sure that I would have some issues with altitude um, no, no reason no logical reason why other than other you know people have had you it had no issues i had literally no issues yeah. because i was really really regimented about taking my proactive dose of diamoxin you know i was, yeah, I mean, I was on track great yeah right yeah and the whole elevation so i was i was lucky that way but again that was the thing and i i listened to everyone that i talked to mm-hmm. said do two things number one take some diamox if you can and number two make sure you're hydrating properly and so diamox you know, yeah. Explain, wanna, Dimox. explain Dimox. Yeah, I mean, anybody can. I'm not. The, you, I'm, she's the doctor. I mean, you, you're looking at me for. <laughs> she was our medical. There's doctor. another doctor over here, and you're asking the engineer, <laughs> construction guy. Somebody would explain what Dimox is. Go ahead, Go ahead. Doc. I'm not going to go through the details of it, but well, it helps generally. with, you know, um, helps with the effects of the low level oxygen that's in the air. So, is a diuretic, though. So, naturally. We're peeing a lot um, because we're taking this medicine to try and help. I think most of us at some point had taken it. I was the only one that I regretted not trying it here because I had a potential allergy to it. Um, And I regretted not trying it to see if I was allergic because then when I had symptoms, I was just like, I remember having that conversation with Denise the night before because I was kind of panicking, thinking, I know that I'm going to feel really badly and I want to get to that goal. Um, so, but I mean, ultimately got there, but yeah, I think it helped a lot of us, but helps with the, the, the lower amount of oxygen that's up there. So affects the blood in different ways, but. So two things to take out of that. Number one, if anybody wants a refill, it's right there behind us. Feel free to get up and get it. Um, <laughs> and then number two, with the whole peeing thing, 
Um, what was that called? I, we got to get it in there. Going to pick a flower. Oh, right. God. Pick a flower. Going to pick a flower yeah. was the term. What are you talking about? Yes, yeah. Was the term that we were used on the trail, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, when we um, we go to uh, my father-in-law's a big boater, and we use it when we're out on the lake. We say, "I'm gonna go check the prop." You go in and you j- jump in the water and you check the prop while you're doing your business. So seems more risky than picking a flower. Yeah, right. It's a little white risk. The boat's off during that usually. Yeah, right. Let's hope the boat's off. Yeah, it's right? not moving normally. Um, but I thought that was uh, just to interject that. Um, but they did always say that, though. Yeah. 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 Talking yeah. about things they said, Gail, Gail brought it up on our way here, her favorite saying that oh. Augustine had. Yeah, set your mind. Set your mind. And oh, I've yeah. always yeah. wanted to get a tattoo, and I'm like, how cool would this be? So then I Googled, what's Swahili for set your mind? I'm not getting this tattooed, <laughs> but it is. Weka Achille Wacko. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely think you should get that tattoo. Yeah. I think I'm going to get Wacko one more time. Oh, yeah. come on. Wacko. 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 That's yeah. <laughs> Assuming that's the mind part? Achille. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. But he did say that, and it was yeah. a very calming. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and it did resonate well, because, you know, some of the days when it was harder... Some of the days when we had a long day of hiking and then we still had uphill before we got to camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my head, I said, set your mind. Yeah. 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 And I, I felt, just on that, on that end of things, I felt for me personally, and again, everybody has their own different stories, that I always tell my stories, this was way more mental. For me, mm-hmm. this was a completely mental challenge. And I don't say that in a, any other different way than my body physically was somewhat okay other than my thumb um <laughs> but I, I i was i was i was good from the standpoint of that i just it was literally a mentally challenge for me yeah. i mean it was it was all mental to especially on summit day mm-hmm. um as we as we all know that it was it, it definitely was both i think you had to have both and i think everybody experienced it differently but it was definitely more mental you know for me. i'd like to say something about that because you know for me obviously the fear of the unknown was what i was trying to overcome i was I read a book not too long ago, and it's an old old book called uh, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, right? And and the whole point of it is that no matter what, you, you've got opportunities in life to go this way or this way, and some things are the safe route, and I've, I've done some safe things for sure in my life, but now I find myself at this point saying, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna test myself. I'm going to do some things that I might not normally do. So then I will say that this group, helped me in effect get my head around okay we're going to do this together um i i really don't think i could do it like in a small group i i think it was something where i mm-hmm. early on we talked a little bit about the the practice uh hikes and i didn't do a lot of those but the ones i did i was like okay you guys are all into it we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna overcome we're gonna set our mind mm-hmm. um so then when we're actually on the mountain if you think about it that constant lifting everybody up uh i i haven't experienced that a lot Mm -hmm. in the last 20 30 years where you're really going through something tough Mm -hmm. and people are are there helping you out and and the support was tremendous Mm -hmm. right and i i think i'm a very team oriented person Mm -hmm. but again you don't always get to test that in a adverse situation Mm -hmm. usually we're we're working on things and you know, it's different in, in the working world. But in this one, it was a truly a, a physical and mental challenge. But the fact of the matter is, by having the whole group around us, um, 
I think that made a huge difference for me mentally. Mm-hmm. And really, I, I'm a big believer that if you get your head around something, your, your body will, will do what your head tells it to do. If, you're, if your head's telling you you can't do it, you, you're pretty much convincing yourself you're gonna, not going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And we were very, very supportive. And, and early on, I sensed that. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to do it is I thought, boy, this group, if I'm ever going to do something like this, this would be the group to do it with. And to this day, I, I 100% believe that that synergy of this group together made a huge difference for me personally to make sure that not only was I motivated to get it done, but honestly, I didn't want to I didn't want to uh, let down my teammates and and be sort of the 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 person that was uh, not going to push myself and do what I needed to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from our group standpoint. I mean, again, everybody here and then the two that weren't here, I don't know how we clicked the way we did, but did anybody else feel like we just somewhat clicked? Like, people don't just mesh well with each other, especially Mm -hmm. 10. It felt like family. Yeah. And I I was worried about my tent mate. That was the... (laughs) I didn't say this. I have never said this, but I'm like, okay, number one, I'm a lot. I'm a lot to get used to. And and if you talk to my wife or my kids, they tell you I'm a lot, right? Especially, especially if I haven't had my coffee, right? So then I'm like, okay, it, it, early on, it, I w- wasn't real clear. Like, and I'm like thinking, am I going to bump my, myself? And other people were saying, don't do that. Have a tent mate if you can. And I, I will say, I think that John found out it's more, it's harder when you're by yourself. John later said he yeah. wished if he would ever do it again, he'd have a tent mate. Now no, I will he's, say what he specifically said was, he's in our I will say though, I asked for John to have his own tent. I knew you two would be better in a tent than John with somebody else, <laughs> and John would have agreed. John would agree, uh, mm-hmm. but I and I, you guys were great. Well, it was great, great for me. Example. I don't know about great for him, but, <laughs> but, but you know, once we once we got our our system organized, of you know, I remember the first day it was like, okay, who's gonna go first in terms of getting the the stuff unpacked and all that? Yeah. And I was like, I already knew you're much more analytical and much more <laughs> thought uh, provoked in terms of having a plan. And I appreciate the plan, but I don't. I don't want to take that long, so I'm like, <laughs> you go do it and get it done, and then I'm not holding you up, and yeah. and I can I can make it work. Well, it somewhat was a perfect man- marriage in that regard because yeah, I, I I do like to take control certain of certain things, and it was just easier for me to say like, listen, Jay, this is what we're doing, and you you being so you were just gonna go kind of go with it of like that sounds great, let's do it, um, you know, and and kind of all these things. It was. Uh, and most people who know me don't think I'm very pliable. So that's the other thing. I'm going to say that <laughs> you were very, I was very, very pliable yeah. because I knew I was yeah. outside of my element. I so, knew that I there was a lot I didn't know. You, you know what's interesting about that comment is going into this, when the team came together, and I look at all 10 of us, right, we're all driven individuals. Like we're all very, um, not necessarily type A, but... A minus, you know, it's for yeah. like, uh, all people who would rather take a lead, you know, yeah. than, than allow somebody else to dictate what they're going to do. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, wow, we, these are 10 people who could, they all don't know each other. Everybody didn't know each other. Right. No. When we, when we left for this, we, we've met intentionally numerous times and 
gone on trails to walk some of us not me but some of us would you know train together in advance and i i'll never forget as i think it was like day two day two or three when as we're going on the trail i'm thinking i am super impressed mm -hmm. that this group is accepting the vulnerability of the scenario of the situation that we're in mm -hmm. You, I mean, you can try and take the lead all you want. And if you do, you're going to be very divisive within the group. You know, you can't say, well, we're going to do this. And because, well, you're not, you're not the boss. Right. I mean, None you're on guys. the side of a None mountain in Tanzania yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with 50 support guides around you. You know, like with a crew of 50 or 40 with you, you know, like. You're not the, you're not even like, you're not even like the, you're like 41. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're top of our team. Yeah. You're 41 yeah. in the scenario of the yeah. situation you are in. Right. And I mean, I, I don't think any of us, not at least that I experienced, wanted to take the lead. And, you know, it was just, yeah. we're all here with a unified voice yeah. and a unified effort. And I think that's why um, we kept hearing so much positive feedback. You know, from everybody in the group, like yeah. you guys, you don't want to separate. You want to stay together. You want to do all this, and that was, it was just really that, yeah. cool to see to see that happen. It, yeah. it was funny to me too. On like after you get back, and I don't know if anybody else experienced this from like some of the videos and pictures that we were showing different people, and they, you know, some of those like think about when we were what like day three or four when we're up above the vegetation and we're in that area there where it's just all rocky, right? And there's you know there's there's a path, but there's clearly not a path. They asked me, like, did you guys walk in a line the whole time? <laughs> and I said, yeah, we kind of did. Now, we granted, the first day and a half was we didn't have a choice. I mean, we were on a lot, but it was, it was, it, I thought that was kind of funny of like, hey, I guess you're right. We really didn't need to. I mean, granted, you and John, Don and John, you guys were kind of going off a little yeah. bit every once in a while for photos and that kind of thing. But I mean, generally speaking, we were mm -hmm. just, we were just in a line and nobody it told is. us that. It's it not like, it's not like Augustine said, like, hey, make sure you stay in line. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of an interesting perspective for somebody else. Yeah, yeah for somebody looking at it outside. Somebody looking at it be like, did yeah. you do that all the time? Yeah. I do like, wish yeah, somebody would have written on the back of their heels, you know, like, keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you got to know the person's shoes in front of, you know. Yeah. Head down and walk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very mm -hmm. cool. Um, it's so funny. A lot of these things we've been talking about naturally, so um, don't need to hit all of these by any means. Um, I put on here just kind of like getting on the mountain. We've talked a little bit about it, but, you know, if you could just kind of briefly just kind of describe your, I call it mountain experience, you know, just kind of what was your, just your experience. And I know it's somewhat vague and take it wherever you want to, but, um, you know, just what was, what was your, what was your personal experience through this whole thing? We've kind of touched on some of it, but just kind of generally, what was, what was your experience? Anybody, anybody got like a good, a good tidbit or anything, any kind of experience there that they want to share, um, you know, through this thing? Something that um, Gail mentioned, and you know, you all talked about, you know, how cohesive the group was. It was so, it was such a great experience to unplug, be present in the moment with each other, and get to know each other. That, you know, just that whole thing, um, you know, it just was incredible. We enjoyed our dinners. We're hanging out there together, even as we're walking. We're doing it all as a group, and I think that sort of group dynamic was. Um, kind of the overarching 
of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were sometimes out in great scenery, and then we could stop and appreciate appreciate the majesty of what we were seeing right. and the magnitude of and what we were seeing in the you know um, being above the clouds a lot of the time and all of that. But we sort of experienced it as a group. It was not a for me not an individual experience, but just kind of a whole group experience. It was just you know that part of it was incredible. I thought. So true. I think a lot Absolutely. of that has to do with unplugging. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I've connected with you as a group more in eight days than I have with people I've known for years. Right. And it's the feeling when I look at the pictures. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not just like, oh, that was a good time. It's like, I feel it. Yeah. You know? It comes back mm -hmm. quickly. It, right. Doesn't it? It does. Yeah. That's why I had to bring, yeah. like, yeah. you're there. Well, when you yeah. asked that question, I just had that moment. And I can say I haven't had many moments where I'm like, oh be back there yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I did love it but it was challenging and yeah. it was something that I don't think I, I don't know that I would repeat again but um, I did have that moment just there and you summed it up so well I mean because when people would ask what was the greatest part of it yeah I remember the beautiful views when we wake up in the morning those were like mm -hmm. the best when we go out and the fog would have lifted and you could see the mountain and that was great but I think I thought that was going to be the biggest part that I took away from it was the views and the majesty and all of that and it wasn't most of the time I'd say the people the group you know having our popcorn and our tea and our you know when we came back and you know just joking around and talking and getting to know each other and and everything I mean I remember on that first day we talked so much more and dove into each one of us and you know all that kind of stuff but yeah definitely the the group the most joy I felt <coughs> was from the 40 people who were there mm -hmm. to support us. Right. We had, so logistically, we had uh, our head guide, three, four, four assistant guides, mm -hmm. chefs, um, porters, um, all in all, 40 people were there to support us. They carried gear up and down. They were just Amazing. Rock stars. That was the most joy I felt, right? Like experiencing that with mm -hmm. them, learning about them, about their culture, about who they are, and then just building that relationship. The happiest I was on the entire trip was when we crossed the gates leaving mm. Kilimanjaro and we saw Anthony, Denise, and Sandy. Yeah. That was the happiest. We were back together. Right. That was the that was the most exhilarating moment that I felt on the entire trip because at the summit there was no I mean like my pulse was probably like a two joy like it was just yeah like, I had a survival mode. Get down. Yeah. Like, that was yeah. not a happy yeah. moment that was just like a check let's get down yeah. <laughs> but the happiest I felt was definitely crossing the gate and seeing three because I wasn't expecting it it was just like oh it just like it felt really good yeah absolutely Jay I you know, there was a lot of times when I, because I was pretty in the moment and, and I was trying to take in the surroundings, I obviously was trying to take in all of you people, and then I was, I really was pleasantly uh, surprised at the, I, I thought the genuine happiness that they were, they were wanting us to accomplish our goals, they were wanting us to enjoy it and and I don't mean enjoy it like in a fun way I mean enjoy the moment enjoy mm -hmm. and get the full experience I personally the I think the the ceremony at the end to me was um, a, a change a big change 
because a we had accomplished this but i sensed that they were very happy for us mm -hmm. and that they saw the impact that it had on us mm -hmm. so it wasn't just the fact that we climbed a mountain it was what had happened we had come together as a group and you know that those personal relationships and things that really will never go away and the fact of the matter is they i think they i would say that you know i i pretty good about sensing whether people were kind of giving you fake emotion they were i think genuinely mm -hmm. happy that we were uh so impressed by this experience Oh yeah, the joy was definitely palpable the whole time. I remember just at when the they summit, would, they were so yeah. which you might not remember, but <laughs> <laughs> they were so excited yeah. for us at the summit. Yeah. But was there yeah. snow at the summit? <laughs> I'm not sure. Ask DJ. Yeah. <laughs> the pictures say there was. There was definitely <laughs> snow. Definitely snow. It was there was definitely snow. DJ. <laughs> for me, my um, you know, outside of because I'm a. I'm an extremely competitive guy. We kind of somewhat talked about that a little bit on the, on the with some of you, but um, I'm an extremely competitive guy. So number one was certainly winning the game of Farkle. I just yes. want to make sure we, we are, yes. we're all aware oh, of that. You won? I was the he one did. that won. He's the king. Um, but <laughs> no, in he reality, won. reality, Rob, why my actually number one definitely was, and we've kind of talked about it. It was kind of the next thing I want to talk about was the 40. I mean, the 40 people that supported us on this yeah. thing. I don't know that I could have prepared myself for what I was experiencing as we we're experiencing it because of everything that they did and then how they did it. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we left camp, they tore it down, they passed us on the trail, they then got to camp, set up, and then half of them came back and helped us get to camp again. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially on that one long day where we had to come over the day before the Bronco all where it was mm -hmm. like just around the corner. Remember the just, hour day. Yeah, oh. remember the just around the corner day? Yeah. So like, you, why don't you explain what a, what a camp is? Yeah, camp, I mean, is just really just on the side of the hill. Um, and we have somewhat of a level area. And some of the days we did, we definitely had head above foot when we were sleeping. There's yeah, no I doubt mean, about that. The one day I woke up like... At my ankles. Yeah, you yeah. you you slid a little bit. So it wasn't the most ideal. Yeah. You're in a you know we yeah. basically all bunked up. Um, you know, two person to a ten outside of John and Sandy. Um, you know, and and it's a small. It's a you know one of those four person tents that really fits maybe two people. Um, yeah, especially big giraffe over here. Um, and you know we're in those tents, and then the other parts of campers, there's these little the two tents of the of the uh, you know of where we pick the flowers, and then there's the the mess tent. You know, I mean, in the, and that, the the kitchen, and then the kitchen, they obviously had that as well too. And mm -hmm. I don't even like, did we even like where did everybody even sleep for them? I, so they had their own. did they have their own tents? Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. all of that as well too, right? I, I mean, because. Some will sleep in the kitchen, some will sleep in the mess hall. Yeah, the mess hall. Yeah, definitely like the waiters, like Philip and. So the mess hall is big enough to seat. They put picnic tables there, and they would have. We'd have ten of us, and then a little extra space. Yeah, yeah, it was. Size of that. Yeah, I mean, easily, you know, as you're what you're viewing right now, if you're watching this, I mean, the mess tent wasn't barely really this big. Um, I mean, yeah. it was it I'd was it was similar in size, you know, from here to this yeah. wall. But probably this, this this is the table. This is probably the table. This table is actually like a little wider yeah. than what Certainly we had. Oh, <laughs> we had there, but from a lengthwise, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. similar to we this size. Yeah, didn't we, have these chairs. No, and we were a little closer. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but that was for me. It was definitely the those 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 forty individuals that. You know, I, I describe it as they did everything for us other than walk up the mountain for us. I mean, really. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they carried our bags at points. Yeah. They packed everything. They, you know, 
took our shoes off for us yes. when we were exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like brought us tea and coffee before we even got out of the tent, you know. Washed Helped us shoes. with our ponchos. Yes. 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 Jay's poncho. Yes, they did. Jay hated his poncho. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. I saw somebody Way too long. Way too long. I should have tried. I should have tried the poncho on before I uh, Piece of advice. attempted it. Try the poncho on in advance. Try the poncho on yeah. advance. <laughs> you know, I tried on everything else I had. I was like, oh, the poncho, huh? Pull mine out of the wrapper. Yeah. yeah. Like, XL, double XL, I guess. It'll fit. It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely needed, though. I will say we definitely needed those. Hey, everyone. It's DJ here. Sorry for jumping in, uh, but this conversation actually went a little longer than expected. So for multiple reasons, I'm going to go ahead and split this thing into two parts. Um, so this will conclude part one. Um, tune in next time as we take a look at uh, the rest of the stories and certainly get into some of our summit experiences um, for part two. So with that, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you on the other side.